0: Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative, and it's scheduled for one fall, and on the mic, we have the one, and only, Robert Lattell. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy, they trying to take the wave from your boy. That's it with your boy, better pray for your boy, it's Robin keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. I almost went on a Twitter rant today, but it's Friday, it's happy hour, life is beautiful, it's a lovely 85 degrees outside in sunny California. My little one, Harper, is, is walking and talking and just being adorable. My big girl, Layla, just turned 18, full scholarship to college. My dog is eating a lot of bones. He's happy. My wife is, is rocking the bags and the heels, feeling good. My dad's in town. My mom's doing well, so I said, nah, (laughs) not going to go on the Twitter rant and have these white women in my mentions, but it's been a while since I did a podcast, and I've been thinking about doing this for a minute, but in the end, it kind of worked out better because a lot of these things have already been settled, so I can talk about it a little more freely, So I just did. I do a quick little podcast to let you know about some of the major things that are going on in the world. Like my man IBFP says, I don't have to be honest and unbiased. So, you know, if you're here, and I know the people that listen, you know, you just want to hear the truth. You don't have an agenda. You're not doing things for social media clout. You're just here to hear the truth. Or, you're here to hear the facts. And then therefore, in my opinion Then you can make your own opinion yourself I never try to tell anybody how they should feel What they should think, who they should believe My job is to give you the unbiased facts And then my personal opinion And then you decide on what you think after that So I'm going to tell you the truth about Deshaun Watson because now Mr. Watson is a Cleveland Brown and he's making $230 million guaranteed even though he has these 22 massage assault cases still in civil court not charged criminally and I'll tell you why that happened shortly but we need to start back at the beginning, right? Cause you're here for the truth, right? Cause you you heard what Deshaun had to say, Say, you know I have no regrets, don't have a problem, don't need any counsel. These people are lying. But here's the first thing that you need to understand. And I have done my own investigation, and I didn't need to. I didn't need to hire Sherlock Holmes or Batman, <laughs> Jason Bourne. You know I talk to the you know I go you know sometimes you gotta to get the answers you gotta you gotta get in the dirt a little bit you gotta get in the mud to get the answers that you're really looking for so th- this is the truth of the matter can we can we be frank can we be frank and honest because if we can't be frank and honest then there's no reason for us to talk the truth of the matter is this Deshaun Watson used Instagram to look for attractive women or women that he was attracted to to give him massages. And that's just that part is just the truth. You know, this was not about you know his health. <laughs> this is not like you know getting better from a hamstring injury. This was an athlete that used social media, like many other athletes, and his way of meeting. You know, young, attractive women in his mind. What's through Instagram, and he used the. If you want to know, like, well, what's why massages? Well, when you have a girlfriend, you need a, an excuse, right? You need a front, so to speak. You know, it's one thing to be like, oh, you know, I DM somebody and, you know, I flew her out, and there's nothing else to it. Oh no, but this is a professional masseuse. Obviously nothing nefarious could be going on It's a front That's just the truth I don't even think Deshaun Watson would If you asked him that question directly Would deny it Say hey when you were you know looking for massage Looking for cute girls right Didn't have any ugly ones I didn't see any particularly fat ones on there <laughs> I didn't see any men was, Yeah it's like Looking for cute girls To give them massages and that is why some of the massages ended in happy endings. Okay, if you just want a massage, that's all it is. It's a massage. Like, if you honestly just say, "Hey, I just want a massage," that's all you. You your mind has. If you're getting happy endings, your mind has to be on something else. If you're telling somebody, "Hey, this is what I want you to wear to the to the session," your mind is already somewhere else. Like when I get my massage, I'm not like, hey, hey, keep you wear those booty shorts? We're just being honest. <laughs> this is what happened. Hey, cute girls that sometimes they're not even licensed. They Deshaun Watson, you know, hit them up. That's, that's the opportunity to make some cash. And that's why he did. It. That's why so many. You know why? Because if you took the average athlete and eliminated the massage part and just looked at their DMs and how many. Women that DMing and flying out and having communications with—it's it's a lot. So fifty wouldn't, twenty-two fifty—that wouldn't seem like a big number. It was just the massage part. The that's the quote-unquote hookup, as opposed to just to fly out and have dinner and all of that stuff. This you know, if that was the front, that's true. That's true. like I say, I think if you ask Deshaun Watson. In an honest moment, he said, yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was, you know, I got a girlfriend. I don't want to think I'm doing nothing. You know, these, you know, these girls are hot. And I, you know, went in there, got my, my massage, my kicks off. Now, that's the first part. Now, the second part, and the part that I feel like 99% of the people are not really understanding is this. This is the part that the 99% I don't think are really understanding, right? And for you to understand both sides, I need you to first put, your, put yourself in Deshaun Watson's shoes, okay? He's DM'd a non-licensed, non-professional IG model for a massage, okay? They get to the place of the house and he wants it to be, you know discreet And this is information I can't tell you how I got this information I'm just saying that Let's just say Watson Hypothetically speaking Would do certain things To see If said IG model Was willing to go a little further A, a test So to speak we just we just being frank We're just being frank so maybe he'd ask her to go a little higher, go a little lower, go up in the 80s to see what they was willing to do. Now, if they, once it, this is from the mind of Deshaun Watson, if they wasn't willing to do it, no harm, no foul. If they were willing to do it, it wasn't going to stop them. You know, if if it was out there and he made it known that is what he wanted and it went down that path, in his mind, that's consent. That's not assault. That's not being disrespectful. That's not treating anybody wrong. If I ask and you do, then you've agreed to the situation. Now, you gotta do the flip side, because we gotta be frank about it. We gotta be frank about it. Say you're 22 years old, <laughs> you're 24 year old IG model, right? And Deshaun Watson hits you up for a massage. And you get there, and he's asking for some, what you would consider, strange request maybe it's not strange if you was a professional masseuse, but you're not <laughs> he's asking for a little bitty towel he's asking you to put your hands in certain places he's subtly brushing up on you. now I think the key at this point, and I've read every lawsuit that's against him right, every lawsuit I read the key is And certain, you can go read them too. They're all there. All 22. In certain instances, when the masseuse felt uncomfortable, she finished the massage or she told him she wasn't comfortable doing that. And that was the end of it. Other masseuse said that they complied with his request. They did not express verbally how uncomfortable they were. Others stated that they complied with his request because they felt that they didn't. It could be detrimental to their careers or relationships or whatever it may be. And then afterward, they felt bad about what happened. They felt violated by what happened. Now, the reason I give you both sides, so this is a very nuanced conversation, is if you Deshaun Watson, you don't really know what's going on in the other person's mind. In your mind, you asked, you you subtly suggested, however you want to frame it, and then it happened. That's consent. And no one said anything otherwise. If you're a woman in this situation, you're saying you felt like you had to do it or you're uncomfortable doing it, but you did it anyway and you felt violated. And that is the key. And I talked to a couple of lawyers and some other things, some legal experts said, so what? why didn't he get charged criminally? You know, what was going on in those grand juries? And what they said was, very similar to what happened with uh Roley Romero, the boxer. He got accused of sexual assault and when they pushed, came to shove and they asked the women, you know, if, did you either A, tell him no or when he, or you expressed that you were uncomfortable you didn't want to do something, did he force you to continue to do it? Or did he continue on to do it even after you told him, you said no? And what the person who I talked to that was familiar with what was going on with the grand jury, that was a sticking point. Was that they weren't willing to be like, he forced me, you know, he held me against my will. He forced me to give him oral sex. Even after I told him no. Like like those, that language was never included. And if you just read the, the lawsuits, As graphic as they are, that's pretty much what they say. Which is why civil is a little bit easier than than criminal. You know, the civil is more about how they felt afterwards. Criminal is like what actually happened when it happened. And that's why he wasn't charged criminally. Now, don't get me wrong, I did my investigation. Deshaun Watson got some fetishes. Okay? He has some some fetishes. And he used these IG models, girls, to fulfill his fetishes. And I think it would be naive to think that every one of them didn't have some sort of negative reaction to what happened. Okay? that I think that would be naive. I think what you're trying to determine is, was their reaction to it, does that cross the line of predatorial behavior, or is the line, this guy's just a little bit of a freak, he found these girls to do freaky stuff, some did it, some didn't, some cut it off, and that was it. You know, he has some fetishes, but he never crossed a line in the sense of forcing someone to do something against their will or making them do something after they said no. So that's why it's a nuanced conversation. And if we be frank, again, both parties can be correct. If we—that's the thing—in in, this—in this culture that we're in now, it's like every—it's either you're right or you're wrong. Unless that's—you know—that's how our life is, gray area. Like I don't think Kevin St- Stefanski would want his daughter dating Deshaun Watson. <laughs> you know, like I think if you—you know—would you really want your daughter dating Deshaun Watson? Because you can, like I said, you can read these civil reports. It, you can get a picture of how he operates. And remember they found like 18 other massage ladies that was like, I didn't have a problem with it because they probably didn't. And maybe some of the 22 at the time didn't have a problem with it. it. It's hard pressed. You'd be very hard pressed to state that 22 women have variations of the same story. And there not be some sort of pattern, and yeah, there is a pattern. And the pattern people don't want to speak about, even though Deshawn Watson's lawyer and Deshaun Watson himself have admitted to it, is that he liked to get his you know kicks off doing massages. They never, they never denied. It. From day one, the Rusty Hardens very first press conference, he says we will not deny that some sort of sexual activity took place in some of the massages. So this was not like they just a lion. <laughs> this wasn't like it didn't happen. The the crux of the argument was like it happened and they had no problems with it. At the time, at least. Until they realized it could be some money made. And then once they realized it was some money that can be made, all the other ones popped in and said, hey, you know, he whipped it out on me too. That's the crux of it but I'm not done because we're being frank about the situation here, right? And let me tell you what bothers me. It doesn't bother me if it bothers you that Deshaun Watson, in the midst of all of this going on, is able to command such a high price and get a guaranteed contract and the the, the Browns are able to Finaggler's contract where he won't get Deemed too much If he's suspended Doesn't bother me That that bothers you But you know what does bother me If we're being Frank There's a lot of bad Players in the, NBA, in the NFL And the NBA and all professional sports It's a lot It's a lot of them There's a lot of bad players, not great individuals, that have played for the Browns over the years. I mean, we know Jim Brown threw a a woman out of a balcony. Probably a little worse than what Deshaun Watson did. You know, Kareem Hunt. And And let me rephrase this by saying, I'm not saying that people shouldn't get second chances. I'm all about second, third, and fourth chances if you're just trying to be a better person. But I'm talking more about the people that not all of a sudden are mad at Deshaun Watson. But you got Kareem Hunt on the team. You know Baker Mayfield was behind the Cheesecake Factory getting head. You know while his wife was at home. I mean this is not a moral, a morally high standard, the NFL. You know Tyreek Hill just got a brand new contract. Got traded. He, you know, he, he, he's admitted to hitting his baby mom while she's pregnant, assaulting her. You know, they had child services wondering if he broke a kid's arm. It's, I mean, and this is not saying that Tyreek Hill can't be a better man. It's not saying that Deshaun Watson can't be a better man or Kareem Hunt. Sometimes I do think some of these things are blown out of proportion. Point is, Big Ben's going into the Hall of Fame. Now, once again, I've read the police report, just like I read Deshaun Watson's 22 civil cases. i read the police report, the full one, about Big Ben. The evidence in that case, which also was handled in a civil matter, much stronger than Deshaun Watson. And I know, you know, it was a couple of girls. Not just the one in the bathroom. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's being celebrated. If you here's the if you can't if you if you can get past it, then you gotta get past it. Because obviously you got past it with Ben Roethlisberger. You know, Ray Lewis might have killed somebody. Even if he didn't kill somebody, he's right in the mix. You got past it. Terrell Suggs, you know, threw his baby mama out the car, poor bleach on her. You got past it. There's there's a lot of bad individuals. In the NFL, and I always tell you this: you don't know these guys, or girls, you don't know them. You, you and it's not just athletes; it's everybody. Like if, if, if all you know about me is Twitter, the podcast, and you know what I put on Instagram or whatever, yeah, you, know, you don't you don't know me. Just like I don't know you. We can be we could be the the best of Twitter friends. I don't know what you're doing at home I don't know what type of person you are to your wife and kids Just because you're nice I saw a story This is off topic But I saw a story Some guy I guess was big in the, the Miami Hurricanes Twitter community And he murdered somebody Over over some, some dogs or something Like you don't know these people And no matter like No matter how nice they seem. Even if even if there was no criminal cases and no civil cases against Deshaun Watson, if someone told you, hey, this man has gotten twenty-two IG models to give him a massage in like four months. You think that would hide that's yeah, a little odd. That's <laughs> a little odd. Which brings me to my final point. Because we're being frank. It's my final point about this. I want you to pay very close attention to what I'm saying. Because it, it may bother you as a fan. Maybe not. I don't know. But I saw LeBron get some, some some pushback for celebrating Deshaun going to the Browns. I saw some other players getting some pushback for them congratulating him and stuff like that. And I thought to myself. I understand why they're congratulating. I understand why they aren't bothered by this. And what I'm going to tell you could surprise you, might not surprise you. I'll tell you anyway. You know why they're not surprised? Why they don't care? It's because they're doing it too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not just saying to play. I mean, Robert Kraft was doing it. You think Robert? that was the first time Robert Kraft. Walked into that Asian spa, a damn strip mall Asian spa in a a limo. That was the first time. Nothing happened to him. He got big money. Got them lawyers, just like Deshaun Watson got them lawyers and got it taken care of. That's the thing. I hate to break it to you. The athletes, the owners, the coaches, they're doing it too. (laughs) So they don't care. And I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. But if you think Deshaun Watson <laughs> is the only player in the NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, tennis, golf, that's in the DMs asking to meet up with some girls for some other reason and ended up, you know, having oral relations, you're very naive. <laughs> The reason that these players aren't upset is because they know that could have been them, easily, easily. And I'm not saying that out of like, like thin air. Been doing this for a long time, a long time. If I ever just wanted to sit back and just scorch the earth, I could, because I see what's out there. <laughs> I see the plane tickets, I see the hotel. Confirmations. I see the pictures and videos from inside the things. I'm trying to warn athletes who are listening to this. You know, you have are being you're being very free with you know who you're flying in and all of this stuff. They keep records of this stuff for reasons. Now the smart girls, you know, they're not trying to expose because you know they're getting paid. But it only takes one rogue one. And then all the others flood through. They say, I'm not trying to throw your favorite player under the bus. But your favorite player has more fetishes similar to Robert Kraft than Deshaun Watson that you that you don't know. Like I said, Baker Mayfield was at the, at the Cheesecake Factory in the parking lot getting ahead from random girls he met on secret Snapchats. He's married. It wasn't just one. You know, he said, Well, how do you know? Here's how I know it's true. Because the girl went on the radio, told the story. Another girl came on the radio, corroborated the story. Never got sued. (laughs) Never had to do a public retraction. You understand? You can't retract what is true. You can't sue somebody for telling the truth. That's why they don't care. Because they do it too. If you want to know why the, the, the average male probably doesn't care about Deshaun Watson because if the average male was getting a massage and the happy ending took place wouldn't bother wouldn't care it's just I'm just being frank it's the truth and I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong I wouldn't want my daughters to date Deshaun Watson Mainly because you know he cheated multiple times on his girlfriend, and admitted it. Now she's still with him because you know she has a rap career that needs to be financed, and she he gets her a lot of bags. But you know your self esteem has to some at some point takes in the stage. These are nuanced conversations. These are not right or wrong conversations. It's not me telling you that you should. Let Deshaun Watson off the hook. This is not me saying that these young women were liars. These are not me taking the young women's side. It's just numbers, facts. Just two and two equals four. Do you think LeBron James, who has a daughter, would openly celebrate Deshaun Watson going to the Browns if he didn't feel like It could have been him (laughs) if he believed these women. Athletes are predetermined to think that they're being screwed. (laughs) Coaches are fired and hired by wins, victories, GMs, assistant coaches, other players. Deshaun Watson represents an opportunity for them to go to the Super Bowl. They haven't won a championship since Jim Brown threw the girl off the balcony. They don't care what he, as long as he wasn't going to jail. They don't care. They don't care. The only thing that could stop Deshaun Watson right now is a video. Video is always more damning, <laughs> but you know, no video is he said she said, and he's emphatic about it. And you know something? i tell you something. i tell you something. Because normally I can see when someone's lying. <laughs> like I can sense when they're lying. I don't believe Deshaun Watson is lying. And what I mean by that is that's not me saying that I don't believe the women. I believe that he believes that he did nothing wrong. See, that's different than knowing you did something wrong. I think he believes that he didn't do anything wrong. And the reason that he believes that is because nobody told him no. Nobody, there's nothing specifically expressed in text messages or anything. There's nothing that say, you know, I can't believe you forced yourself on me. I can't believe you made me do that against my will. I can't believe, you know, this. He's like, look, I just asked for my anus to be rubbed. Your choice. You know. Now one can say, you know, masturbating, doing a beside. That's unprofessional. That's unprofessional. Can't be doing that. But in his mind, I think he honestly believed I didn't. I didn't do anything. You know, I paid for this time. And here we go. There's also, and you know, this is unconfirmed, that there was some sort of arrangements in these circles in Houston. But that's maybe another topic for another day. But I hope you understand, because we just was being frank about this situation with Deshaun Watson. You know, hypocrisy runs Wild through sports media You know They pick and choose who they want to Support who they don't want to support They don't speak in nuance They don't see both sides of the equation They're not fair Like I said Two things can be. The two things in this situation can be true I mean Deshaun Watson can honestly believe that Everything that happened Was consensual That he never forced himself on anybody. He was never impolite. He was always respectful. They just told people this is what he likes. He likes his anus rubbed. He doesn't like big towels or whatever it may be. And it could be perfectly also true that while the women didn't protest too much, that afterwards they felt like trash for doing whatever that they did. Or they felt trash about how the appointment went. Like I said, that's... Can't really put anybody in jail Just for someone feeling bad about something after the fact Or a lot of people to be in jail But you can't be sympathetic To some, to say that That can affect certain people And if there was And I understand Deshaun Watson be very careful how he talks Because if he says something to the effect that I can understand In retrospect how they would feel this way yeah it could be used against them in the civil cases but going all the way out there saying you have no regrets and eating they all liars and stuff that's that's a bold move guy it's a bold move we're just being frank what in the blue hell let me just hit a few more topics real quickly i'll let you go it's the weekend i understand um I think we haven't talked about Brittany Griner uh, stuck over there in uh, Russia uh, she might get five years in a prison camp she allegedly uh, took some CBD oil over there, a lot of people talking about well, you know, the reason that she was over there because she don't make any money in the WNBA, it's true it's true, like, I understand that WNBA players can't make the same as NBA players for obvious reasons but there should be a way that they can make at least as much as a communist country would pay them. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? At, at least should at least be able to pay them as much as Putin. I mean, it's Russia. we are the United States from? And we're a terrible country. I mean, I've said that for years. You've said it. I find it. I find it ironic. I don't like any type of war. But I find it ironic that you know all of a sudden we. We're up in arms, you know, that Russia has invaded the Ukraine without, you know, permission. <laughs> we invade people all the time without their permission. They don't even want us there. We just invade. My favorite one was when when Al-Qaeda you know, blew up the, the Twin Towers, and it was clear that, you know, Bin Laden was hiding in, like, Afghanistan and somewhere else, and we invaded Iraq. <laughs> Like, uh, that's not where he's at, and he wasn't. And trust me, it wasn't just Iraq that was you know supporting them. it was the Saudis and all these other people. Who cares? We going after Iraq, It's good. is a good time. Everything that you see other countries do, the United States does it. We just have a better PR team, and I don't think they're willing to really try to get it back. Brittany Grinder, lesbian black woman. That's not high on the priority list. They may say all the right things, but I don't think they're willing to, you know, like a trade, I don't think they're willing to give up much. Just being frank, just being honest. Happened a while back, Jerry Jones had kind a of secret daughter. Like I said, with Deshaun Watson, like, you know, he has fetishes, he got problems. But there's a lot of other stuff that's going on, too, that people just don't. To care about. I mean Jerry Jones got a whole kid he was paying off the mother paying off the stepdad I mean well it was the woman's husband you know cause Jerry was cheating of course they got a whole kid on the side and not like a secret kid in the sense that he didn't know it was he knew the whole time <laughs> yeah, I was surprised Jerry got like 16 6-7 six, secret kids I told you a story one time I was at the Super Bowl and Jerry came it was at Super Bowl parties doing the red carpet, and Jerry came sashaying through with his wife, my my dad, and when his wife wasn't looking, he, he gave this card to uh, this girl I was with, this black girl, <laughs> and it when you know nobody's around, and it was a hotel room on it. And I'm pretty sure it was the penthouse. I don't know if she went, but. Jerry, the other story that I just want to touch on is this one, and this one kind of bothered me. Well, I got two that kind of bothered me, but uh, it was it's Urban Meyer, and I remember I got up in the morning and it said Urban Meyer doesn't know who Aaron Donald is. I was, oh, that's messed up. And turmoil in Jacksonville. I said, man, it's messed up. Everybody didn't even know who Aaron Donald was and Debo Samuel. I said, man, this man was incompetent. This man was incompetent. And I, you know, I started reading the story, thinking, you know, oh, it's going to be about mostly about that. You know, I'm reading the story and it's talking about how he berates his coaching staffs and berates his players and and all of this stuff. And then I get to a point to the story where it says. He's berating a a black player and he he tells Trevor Lawrence that, you know, these black players are a little mentally slow from down south and that they cheated on the transcripts. I said, whoa. That's uh, that's a pretty big (laughs) thing to have been left out of the, the story. Man's making racist comments. And I said, well, surely, surely the mainstream media will." Get past the fluff of Aaron Donovan and move on to these stories where he's belittling the black players and telling them that they'd be working at McDonald's if they weren't athletes because that's the only thing that they're good for. Of course the mainstream media would speak on this. Of course they will. Correct. Wouldn't they? Shouldn't they? They did not. (laughs) They did not speak on it and all. Cause they want to talk about Aaron Donald. He didn't know Aaron Donald. Racism is the the only ism that people don't care about. Remember John Gruden's gonna keep his job when he just was being racist. They had to bring in the sexes and the, the homo the homophobic stuff to get him out of here. Nobody cares about racism. It's true. It's true. Nobody cares about racism. Literally has a man on on confirming that he And somebody was like, well, he was just talking about all down South players and, you know, not all down South players are, are black, Rob, some down South players are white. So how can you say it was racist? Well, he told Trevor Lawrence that John Brown was slow. Trevor Lawrence is like from Mississippi or somewhere down there, Tennessee, somewhere down there. He went to Clemson, South Carolina. Well, you're no more Southern than that. He didn't say you and John Brown, you Southern boys, are slow. He said, "Hey, Trevor, <laughs> John Brown is slow." This is the racist stuff, right there. Mainstream media, shh, silence. And the last, the last story that bothered me. This really bothered me, and it, I it's one of the things that once again, I thought about about going on a rant a little twitter rant but I chose not to. and in this case I, I kind of feel like maybe I, I should have because nobody was really sticking up for the guy and they really should have to be honest with you and it was interesting because I was watching this game it was uh, March Madness it was uh, Arizona versus T.C. TCU, was a close game. Arizona, I believe, won in overtime. After the game, the kids were being kids and stupid. You know, they were, you know, taunting the TCU fans and waving goodbye, stuff that they seen in the NBA. There's one kid. They were booing to one kid, and he was doing that thing where, you know, when you somebody's booing you, you tell them to boo you some more, you wave your hands up. The kid's name was Benedict Matherin. Um, Matherin. I don't know if I'm going to his name right. Benedict. He was doing that thing And in the process of that He walked past the TCU cheerleader And it appeared that he you know, Brushed up against her Before he kept walking And I swear to God When that happened These white women came out of nowhere I swear they came out like Thieves of the night They came out like Batman in that subway scene In the movie, no spoilers And called this man Benedict A sexual predator. Said it was sexual assault. I'm serious. Said it was sexual assault that he he brushed up against his white cheerleader. And they wanted him arrested. They wanted him off the team. They wanted him suspended. And they were saying it was such venom that I was like, let me watch the video again. So I watched it again. Clearly, the, the kid is not paying any attention to the cheerleader. His hand is not cupped in a way that if you were trying to cop a feel. He's clearly playing to the crowd that's bored him, if you had the sound on. And he possibly lightly brushes up against it. And when he does, if he, he immediately moves his hand out the way. Total accident. Nothing nefarious. Nothing sexual. Nothing predatorial about it. But these white women was going crazy to the point he got in the New York Post and people was calling. He, they, they had to call TCU and apologize and play. Like, I don't even remember what you're talking about. Of course he doesn't because he's so hyped up on the game. He didn't, wasn't paying no attention to that damn cheerleader. I know a lot of you guys think that all the black men like the milk, but not all. Some don't want to deal on the milk yacht. Some don't want to ride on the snowboard. But these white women, I swear they're trying to call this man a predator. An actual predator for for that. Trying to get him kicked out of the Final Four. Just for that. It pissed me off. It really did. But I didn't go on the rant because, you know, it's hard to rant against white women on social media. It's hard to rant against women, period, on social media. <laughs> Even if you're trying to do a nuanced conversation, you're trying to show both sides, you can't win. So you're just, you're just better off not saying anything. But like this is where we're at. This is where we're at in life. Do you know have any people you accidentally brush up against in this world? Uh, you know, maybe we don't do it as often now because of you know the pandemic, we give each other a little space. But I mean, have you been on New York subway before? <laughs> you have been in a crowded mall, a concert, club? Doesn't make you a predator if you just accidentally touch somebody. It it, it shit happens all the time. Every day. Unintentionally. (laughs) We're a terrible society. It's rough for black men. And when I say that, I don't say that in the sense that black men can't do any any wrong. Or we can't be wrong. Or we shouldn't be punished for wrongdoing. I'm saying it's just exasperated. It's like you, you can't do nothing. You can't say anything. Like, just general conversations can be turned against you and all of a sudden you're a predator. I remember this is a true story. I remember I was having a conversation with someone. A conversation with someone about trying to get more black women into the media. I had this conversation. This is a true story. I had this conversation. You see I, I learned these lessons. This is how I learned how so now you gotta learn the hard way. So I tell you guys these stories So just in case you're in this situation You don't end up like me So this is This just a conversation More black women in the media And I said something To the effect that I said it's interesting that It seems like some Outlets They feel like they have to hire The most attractive Black women To get better ratings because they feel like men because they're attracted to these women will pay more attention will listen to what they're saying that the things like that and I said that they might not admit it but behind the scenes they know that it's, it's true they know that it's true and funny thing about it in the same kind I said the same thing with men I said while more you know Guys get opportunities that aren't like the best-looking guys of all time. You know, there are still aspects of media and things like that where a man's looks, as far as him being on TV, can affect his job. Thing. So it's like, same just a conversation. It's just a conversation. So there's a reason people on radio instead of TV. Years later, all of a sudden, it, it became... Rob said that only good-looking black women... You get hired because you get better ratings. That's that's what I got from the conversation. It was, like I said, it was just a conversation. It wasn't uh this is right. It wasn't, this is wrong. It was, we're just talking. <laughs> like, we're just talking. We're not like, and I always say that, t- tell this to people all the time. I say, just, th- just think about your best friend or your best group of friends. When well, you guys are just talking about anything, and just imagine all those conversations, if someone had a transcript of them and then they put them out on social media, how much of that stuff you know would be problematic? A lot, because you speak on certain things with your friends that you don't speak on publicly because they're your friends you can trust them, but you at large can't trust anybody. <laughs> so you have to be careful about what you say, even if it's in a conversation, because it get twisted and turned up. And said this. People ask you a question. You give them an answer. But the answer is the only one that gets turned back. So when I say it's difficult. For, it's always difficult, difficult for black people. Black women too. They have their own set of challenges. That they're dealing with. But black men. We have our own set of challenges. That we're dealing with. And it's almost. We become, it's very difficult for us to just speak. Our mind. Because people don't respect our opinions And if they don't respect our opinions They take our opinions And they turn them and twist them in a way That isn't fair For instance If you were to say as a black man right now I believe Deshaun Watson That's going to be problematic for you (laughs) Right Even if you said it with some context Of the sense that Well I can still be a Deshaun Watson fan because I'm still a New England Patriots fan because of I didn't get an uproar about Robert Kraft so why would I get an uproar about Deshaun Watson? Um, Robert Kraft didn't get suspended or fined and there was no criminal case against him but there was evidence that it happened so why should Deshaun Watson get fined? Doesn't matter. Say it like that, even with context, you got a problem. You got a problem. And here's the thing I respect other people's opinion That's the difference That's really the key That's really the major difference If we're being frank, right? If Molly Kiram says She feels that Deshaun Watson gets the $200 million $230 million guarantee salaries A slap in the face You know, I have no beef with Molly I can understand the perspective Because I'm open-minded And I try to listen to everyone And I try to tell I don't try to tell people how they should feel. I can see it. I can see conceptually where that would be a problem for some people. I can. Absolutely. I have that type of nuance, and I think a lot of us men do. Okay, I can see that. Now, if someone came back on the flip side and said, Rob, how can Molly say that? And, you know, there's been people on First Take that's done some. Some some things that she says there in interviews, I can see that point too. <laughs> I can absolutely see that point because it sounds hypocritical. I get it. See both sides. See that's the thing. You used to be able to see both sides. As a man, though, you can't anymore. It's only one side, and if you're not on that one side, you're just best off not saying nothing can't defend men, you can't defend black men, you can't defend anything. And I tell you this, I'm just being honest with you. Being frank, just being honest with you. It's not worth it. If you got your family, if you got your friends, got your career, you got, you're happy, you're sitting down, you're having a drink, you're watching March Madness, you're eating some hooters, you feel good about your life, it's not worth it. Social media is not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not. It's it's not worth it. It's not worth your time. You don't know these people. They don't know you. It's not not worth it. That's all I can say. I have a media company. (laughs) And I'm telling you it's not worth it. I will do my best to get things in when I feel there's a need to say something. But overall, it's not worth it it's not i literally stopped putting a lot of the stories even on twitter cuz it's not worth it i know the people that like bso come to bso every day i don't need twitter <laughs> i don't need twitter valid- validation i definitely don't need their their hassle or, or judgment and i don't want to even talk about it you can't just put you can't put stuff out there without people wanting to debate you about it and, but they don't want to just talk. They don't want to talk. They want to put down. They want to twist your words. They want to make you into something that you're not. Like I said, I had to learn this hard way. As always. So when I come on here, even though I don't do it often, it's just to talk to you guys to make sure you don't end up in the same situation That I ended up in and other people ended up in For a long time I tried to fight the good fight For my people (laughs) And it was my people that turned on It's a hard lesson to learn You fight the good fight For your people And then your people turn on you It's like going to war You out there on the front lines You doing all the shooting And you come back home You don't got no job they don't turn their back on you. They don't. They don't want to help you. It's a hard lesson to learn, but if you come back to the other side, then you, you know can live life more freely. I was telling my man Daniel this day. Uh, we had a story. We had to do a correction on the story, but we didn't. The the and you know that's no problem. Somebody telling something is needs to be corrected. We correct it. and. uh and yeah, I said, hey, man, this didn't even go to Twitter. Like, no, I didn't go to Twitter because, you know, it was a little controversial and, you know, I didn't want it to be a, a thing. And he's like, I understand. i like, look, man, it's been, it's been a good year, a good 12 months for us. No drama, no beef, no arguments, no stress, no worrying about what's going on the next day. Hey, I keep it like that. good for your health that's my that's my suggestion to you it's like these conversations are nuanced these conversations sometimes don't have a 100% correct answer you know these conversations doesn't necessarily make you a certain way or label you with any type of title don't Be the next contestant on the Summer Jam screen. That's that's all all I'm saying. I knew you guys wanted the truth about Deshaun Watson, so I told you what I knew. Now you guys can take the weekend or 10 minutes, figure out how you feel about that. But just be very careful in who you share that with. Because it's not the knife in the back. That normally kills you. It's the one in the front. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter at BSO. Facebook, Black Sports Online. Instagram and YouTube. B-S-O-T-V. Big shout out to ABF Creative for helping put this podcast together. I'm out.